Hey, Fab here. Thanks for uh, thanks for listening again. Uh, before we jump into this week's episode, I uh, I wanted to know. I don't know if you've heard, uh, but uh, Paul and I are launching something super fun, super amazing, super useful for you. Um, we are launching an exclusive sales and marketing community, um, and best of all, it's free. Uh, and you don't need to download any apps or log into any platforms. All you need to do is send us a text message at 438-601-1595. That's it. Just send us a text message and you'll be able to chat with us directly. Uh, we'll probably, we, we have a ton of really fun ideas like sharing some exclusive content uh, and things like that to that community as well. So if you're looking to dive a little deeper in sales and marketing you even get your specific individual questions answered by one of us. Uh, this is the place to do it. Um, doesn't get better than that. Free sales and marketing advice uh, and exclusive content. So once again, just text us at 438-601-1595. Thanks for that and enjoy the show. All right. There you go, Paul. Hey, Fab. How's it going? Good. That was not bad. I got almost the whole sequence right properly. Almost. All right. I couldn't hear the sound, though, but... That's fine. I, I, should, I turned off your microphone. That's why. Your microphone, uh, but I couldn't hear it. Yeah, well, I turned off mine, too. And anyway. Ah, I see. So so, so it wouldn't uh, overlap. Good yeah. job, Fab. You're becoming an ultra good technician. And you know what? This is probably the best segue into the show. So again, we're doing marketing ish type of show. I know with all this marketing stuff. I know. I don't know. It's like as if we <laughs> said we should have a sales and marketing yeah show. what is this what is this a sales and marketing podcast? Yeah. <laughs> um all right cool so I, I named this how to start a podcast for your business. Um but obviously like we'll we'll try to unpack it a bit more than just the the how tactical stuff. Um and I thought a lot about us because we've been doing this for a year now. I don't know when the exact first episode was published, but it's been roughly a year. Uh, we're on 60-something episodes. And uh, so I think, I think we're, we're, we're in a good enough position to talk about our experience. I think that's what I wanted to, to go for a bit more, like talking about our experience. Um, so I don't know where you want. Where should we start this? Where, uh, what, what did you feel... What do you feel about this podcast? We've well, I think we have to give a little bit. We have to give a little bit of, of how it came about, right? Okay. I remember you about a year and a half ago. You saying to me, "Hey, Paul, we should do you know some pod a podcast together." Or was it just yeah? Was it yeah? It was just a podcast at first. It wasn't a video podcast. It wasn't, it wasn't a video. You're right. Yeah. A, uh, what, what do you call a video podcast, by the way? Vlog. A vlog. <laughs> Okay, so it wasn't a vlog at first. It was really just a podcast. And I remember at first I was a little concerned. I remember saying to you, this is really, okay, we won't go there yet. But <laughs> I just want to do a little parentheses. I remember you saying you got to give people real stuff in the podcast. Because me being a typical sales guy, I just wanted to sort of, sort of I wanted for it to be the just just an advertising, you know. So just say, oh, if you want to do this, you know, reach a set. So, that's one thing you talked to me about and you convinced me of. And I think that's great because I think we give real value on the podcast. So that's wonderful. And I have since yeah. told a lot of people that they should do the same in their business. 
But I remember you talking to me last year and I was like, oh, I don't know, podcast. Okay, let's give it a shot. And and I think our first podcasts were a little clunky and we've never even published them. You know what? We should go back. We should pull a Disney and go back into the vault and <laughs> publish these original things. I think I think we said some proprietary stuff though. I think we have to be careful. Yeah, I know. I'd have to go back. We have to do some beeps. We have to put some beeps in there. Um, <laughs> but all that to say that, you know, the, the, the concept of doing a podcast, the dynamics or the the um, the chemistry between the hosts is very important, right? And I, yeah. I don't know, I, I didn't know if we would be good. And I remember doing the first one, say, hey, this is good. It's easy to talk to each other. Like we, yeah. we have an easy flow between each other. So I think that was important. Yeah. Because um, I think if you do a podcast alone, it's a lot more. It's challenging. I mean, I do it. So I have another French show and I do sometimes alone, sometimes with guests. And it's challenging. Not everybody's able to sit in front of their computer or their camera and just talk to themselves as if they're, uh, or it takes practice. Let's put it that way. I was, uh, now I'm more comfortable doing it than I was when I first started. Um, it's, 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 it's a challenge, but yeah. So basically like the reason also it came about is kind of, you had ventured on my own, on your own. I would ventured on my own. And we were talking about like, you would, you were asking something along the lines of like, how should I produce content? Right. And, uh, you know, we had a quick chat and I kind of, we quickly realized that, you know, for you writing a blog post, you know, being a solo business person, right. And you don't have like a, a team behind you wasn't going to work, right. Like you're, you're a good writer, but it would probably take you six months to publish one blog post. You know? Yeah. And that's interesting. Cause I remember saying that to you, say, you know, I get ideas, but I go in all these kinds of different directions and it didn't work for, for the written word. I'd like, I'd have one idea and then bring me somewhere else. And it was very discombobulated. And that's kind of where the podcast idea came about where we were just like, well, you're good at talking. We, we kind of knew each other before. So we were good at, we knew there was, I knew there was this good chemistry there. Um, and I know like we have like two fields of expertise that kind of complement each other as well. So that was fun. So, but what I like about the podcast, and I think you were in a similar situation, uh, is that most people are actually not very good writers, right? Most people that have started a business and, and stuff like that, are not able to sit down and, and write a coherent blog post that makes sense. Um, and, and even I have, I spoke to some writers who have their own like content agency and they're like, well, yeah, I know how to write, but I don't have the time to do it. Right. But everybody has time to kind of take 15 minutes, half an hour, five minutes, depending on, you know, on, on your spin on things to sit down and, and have a conversation or to talk or to talk about a subject. Um, you know, and, 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 and you did bring a point earlier offline that not also not everyone is comfortable on, on camera, but it, I think it takes a, or on camera or on mic. Uh, but I think it also takes practice, right? Like I think, yeah, I think it takes practice if, if you're not naturally inclined to do so, like, uh, but, but what I like for the podcast, just going to finish that idea is that I think more people have an easier time having a conversation as opposed to writing or, or whatnot. I, I, I think you're right. Most some are much more comfortable writing than speaking, and, and yeah. you know, they're they're and and they do well at that. But I think you're right that most people are probably better at conversation. And I say most. I, I don't know what the numbers are, but for those, let's just say it this way: for those that are easier at conversation, uh, or find it easier to 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 energy wise to deliver a conversation than they do to deliver a blog post, mm-hmm. podcasts are great or vlogs are great. Because yeah. it permits you to get the ideas out there and, and convey an emotion. It's also, I think, a lot more challenging to convey an emotion or, or um, 
or a, 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 a mood with yeah. the written word unless you're really good at it. Unless you're really good. And I think what I like also, and I mean, going, you know, I've been thinking a bit uh, about, even though we just spoke about it, about like comfort in front of the camera, or in front of a mic. And I think, yeah, obviously it's easier to attract talent and not talent, uh, an audience when you're like over the top. And if we had like this, Kind of radio style thing with sound effects and like boings and dings and if like we got super excited and blah 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 like it's a bit easier because people they're not only do you show information you give information but you also provide entertainment um but i've i've been thinking about like some pod marketing podcasts that i used to listen to that were relatively dry in terms of delivery uh but but the the uh the value that they were delivering was so profound and not profound but so deep that you know you're willing to listen to something that's a little bit less over the top and less Howard Sterney, uh, let's call it that. You know because there's just you know that after that hour or 15 minutes or 45, you know however long they are, you're going to get something really concrete and tangible out of it. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 interesting you say that because I I do think that um, you know the podcasts we've done well with or the the, the ones that are because we do some you know a few little posts on LinkedIn from. You know things extracted from our podcast, and those that do well obviously give real value, right? So it's yeah. just something that people say, "Yeah, this is interesting." And and, and on that note, sorry, is like you know, like because as I was looking, kind of prepping a bit for this episode, like I was looking at our, at our stats, which I'm trying to pull up again. But um, is that some of the episodes that I felt would be less interesting, like more dry, are there some of the ones that work the best, like the sales process episodes? To me. Whenever I've spoken to salespeople, like not not you, but like in my experience and in my career, salespeople about sales process, it's always been like this. Oh gosh, you know, like just yeah. put me on the phone, you know, like I don't want to. I know how to close people or whatever. Uh, so I always felt like, oh, these sales process episodes are going to be probably the, they're important but least interesting. But some of our best performing episodes are the uh, the sales process ones. So it seemed a little more dry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I want to say one thing though, Fab. I think it's really yeah. important because a lot of people are probably saying, "Well, I'm not, I'm not good enough to be on camera. What I'm going to say is going to be boring, or what if I screw up or say the wrong thing and it's bad?" And I remember you very early on in the process saying, "And and I've read this afterwards, and I've, I've read this from experts who talk about trying to create a habit is mm -hmm. don't worry about making the mistakes. No, put it out there, get it done. And yeah. you know, and at first your podcast will probably have one person listening to it, your mom, you know." Um, and then, and, and, and that's okay. And you can work at, at, at getting better at delivering the content you're trying to do. Mm -hmm. You just, you have to get out there and do it. And yeah. the technical aspect of it as, and I know you take care of most of it, but it seems quite simple. If you just find the right platform, you set yourself up correctly, you know, you just press go and it goes. <laughs> and yeah. And I mean, it, it was it is, is building a website. You know, some people think of it like building a website. Well, Building a website from scratch on WordPress is probably a lot more complicated than getting your, your podcast going. And I think you said something really interesting, which is at the beginning, you're probably going to have one listener. And, and you're right. Like we, we stagnated at the, you know, like two to three listens per, per episodes for a long time. And, you know, now we're at like almost, we're closing in on 3,000 listens, you know, and we, the, the, the zero to 1,000 <laughs> took a long time. One to two took a little less time and like two to three was like super fast yeah. comparatively and so but what's fun about like the the zero to one thousand let's call it that especially if it's your first experience if if you're if you're used to it there's like tactics to to, to, to make you go up faster in terms of listens but is that you could take advantage of the fact that no one's listening so you're like 
you know what, we're just going to record and there's going to be no intro and there's going to be nothing and we're just going to record. And okay, now I'm comfortable with the recording. Let me find an intro. I mean, we're lucky that you're, that you're a musician also and you were able to, to write a, a really nice intro up front. But, you know, like if you weren't, like, fine, let's just start. And then, you know, a few weeks later, a few months later, we'll, we'll buy kind of one of those, you know, like beats or, or whatever on, online and we'll add that in as an intro. And okay, now we'll, we'll do a video. Like, let's, because that's what happened with us, right? Like you said before, we were audio only. Then we tried, I mean, how many times did we try to do video, right? Off your phone, off my phone, off the computer while we were recording. Like, it was so, uh, like, so many false starts on the video aspect. And, you know, then I found a platform that worked. And obviously, ironically, COVID helped us because it forced us to be uh, remote. Um, but yeah, so I think. You know, it has to be a slow process, and you have to take advantage of those early days. People get disappointed and 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 uh, demotivated by the early days because that's it. It takes a long time to unmotivated, unmotivated, demotivated, not. Or yeah, yeah, I see what you mean. Like disappointed, and yeah, 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 because it's like okay, it's been three months, and I'm still only getting like three listens per episodes, and um, and and whatnot but i think it's it's fun and then if you give yourself like these m small milestones okay i'm gonna i just want to put out five episodes and then after five episodes i want to i want to try building in an intro and after yeah. these you know and and yeah, uh, let's, it, let's be yeah uh, so we're giving our story which which i think is it's a good story it works well yeah. but l let's give some real pointers so you want to do a podcast or a vlog cast whatever you want to call it for the first mm -hmm. time yeah. Now we went audio first. Do you think people should start audio then do video, or it doesn't matter? I have my opinion on that, but I want to hear you first. I think it goes back to what we were saying at the beginning. It goes on your comfort level. If you're if you do, let's say, a lot of webinars and online training, and you're used to being in front of the camera, and you're good in front of the camera, you could. I would start right away with the the vlog, and I'll give my reason why after. But if it's the first time you're really doing anything of the sort, I would stick with audio. I think a lot of people are more comfortable being quote unquote alone recording something um but but that's just me what was you know I, I i totally agree with you i think if you're comfortable being in front of a camera go video right away yeah why wait and if you're if, if you you know if you hate your face and you think you're the ugliest person on earth and seeing your face is going to make you want to throw up then go video then <laughs> go audio i mean um, yeah and, and what i like about I video though, i think it's important and you said this to me earlier and I want to go more in depth on that. Is that mm -hmm. don't make your vlog cast uh, sales pitch. Give people real value. You know, make and, sure you're giving them real value. And that, and, and I said it before, it comes from you, but I want to go more in depth on that because yeah. people often tend to come back and we'll be able to do this and we'll be able to do that. No, it's got to give real value. It's got to be real content that people can say, oh, I'm walking away from this vlog cast. Or, or podcast, I don't know what the hell to call it. it and it, it's something that I can use. You know, I've had a few yeah. people. I had one guy at one point, we did something. I'm not sure if it was on the processor or something. He said, Paul, this is real gold. I'm using this and it's mm -hmm. helping me move forward. Said, well, that's what you want. Yeah. And, and and I'll put a bit of marketing background into this. It's like content marketing, because podcast is part of content marketing or vlogs are part of content marketing. You know, a long time ago, 10 years ago, when they started, you're like, oh, I'll put out a blog post. And people were like, oh my gosh, like, this is amazing. Uh, and then, but then I'll, I'll sell an ebook or whatever. Right. And then people are like, well, forget scaling the ebook. I'm going to give the ebook for free. And then people are like, well, forget the ebook. I'm going to give my webinar for free. And then people are like, forget the webinar. I'm giving like a mini course for free. 
right? And so there's kind of this uh, arms race, let's call it that, in terms of content where more and more people are divulging more and more stuff because the same old, same old isn't, isn't working as much. That um, is what I realized is I said to someone at one point, said, yeah, but Paul, if you give all your secrets away, then people will just listen to your, they don't because they still want the, my, cus, my customers that I talk to still have some points, things that are a little different, things they want to change, things that they're, yeah, it's interesting what you said there, but I want to go more in depth because my situation is a little different. So there's always something that's going to be slightly different than what we talk about in the podcast. What we yeah. do in the podcast is sort of like, you know, you can do it this way, like if we're building a sales process or a marketing process, you could do it this way. But really, if you want the true expertise, they're going to hire either us or someone else to help them go in depth. So give people real value that they can use right away. At least I can get started. It's sort of like when I watch a YouTube video. I, I watched one a couple of weeks ago on, on how to do something on one of my guitars, right? <laughs> and, and it was good. It was just a little bit. But I still need a luthier if I need a lot of work. You know, I can do a little bit of stuff. And this guy's not hurting his business because he's a luthier. But you know, if he's in Montreal, I might call him when I need some real good business to be done on my my my, my guitar. But exactly. I'm not going to call him to do just a fine little tuned adjustment now. Oh, this guy's helped me out, and he's on the top of my list. Exactly, and and that's that's an that's an amazing analogy or, or parallel. <laughs> yeah, but it's like you know, I I think what's because if you don't give people meat, you know, like it. There, if you just stay on the fluffy side, people are never going to hire because they're going to just either one think you're fluff, two think that you don't know what you're doing, or three think that there's no value in what you're doing. So you're not really quote unquote selling yourself or marketing yourself because it's all fluffy, right? And so if you dive deep and you're like, wow, like the sales process episode was like insane uh, because I can actually sit down and do it. And then, but what happens at some point? Two things, either like I'm a, I'm a very smart person and I'm able to take that episode and implement it and tweak it and make it work for me. But that person would have never been a client, right? Because they, they are, they're smart. They know what they're doing. They have the time to do it. And they would have never been a client or they would have like tried to haggle you because they're like, you know, what? I, I just need that missing 1%. I'm not paying, you know, $500,000 or, or whatever for that 1%. That's all I'm missing. Um, and two, you're going to have people that are listening and they're like going to try to do it. They're like, I don't know, or they're going to know fully well that they don't have the time to do it. Or in some of our episodes, like the one we did on uh, the day in the life of a sales and marketing manager, like we must have talked about like three or four topics within that one episode, which is, again, what I like about podcasts. It gives there's a certain flexibility and looseness to it. Uh, well, if they're interested in that, then they're going to reach out. And, and, I, and I, there's this... Um, the salesperson that I follow online and, and, you know, she's, she has some sort of a rep, you know, a big reputation at this point. And she was a very successful, like sales development representative manager, and she built a lot of content. Uh, and now she just has her own company and all her training, like everything to the last detail is all available for free online. It's all like, like, but you know what? Sometimes it's just easier to sit with Paul or with Fab and, and help have Paul or Fab structure it. Right. I, everything's out there. Like knowledge is cheap. You know what I mean? Like oh, for sure. And, and you know, that's just to build on what you just said. And I think that's great that someone can do that and is organized enough to put it out there. And I'm sure it doesn't hurt her business. I bet you it's helped her business. Big time. Here's the other thing. If you go on YouTube today, I say, Fab, I want you to build a house. Mm -hmm. You can YouTube every single process of building a house. 
from you know finding the lot position, the best place to put it on the yard, to building the foundation, to buying all the materials, you can do it. Mm -hmm. Now, how many people say I want to build a house and go on YouTube? They'll do parts of it, but most of the time they're going to hire a contractor because it's right. something unpredictable that's going to you know mash up the situation. But I'm telling you, you can find out about just about anything. I remember about yeah. five years ago, I bought a motorcycle, mm -hmm. and I wanted to put. Um, foot pegs on the back mm -hmm. it only had foot pegs in front and i want to put foot pegs on the back so the passenger could sit and have their their their, their, their feet down yep. and so i'm gonna do it myself i had uh, i had some time off i forget like, i think i had like a, a month off it was between uh, between two jobs at the time and and i was unemployed and so i i, I took the um i took the time and i said i'm going to record this because i went looking on youtube and it just wasn't there you couldn't find at all for the model of motorcycle that I had on how to put the foot pegs in because you had to actually, you had to remove the, it was very stupid. You had to remove the muffler to put mm -hmm. the foot peg on the back. It was like crazy. So I did it and yeah. my video got a bazillion views because people were also who had this model of motorcycle. It was a Harley Davidson. People were really excited about it because they also want to put foot pegs. So I got a ton of views mm -hmm. on this, this, so, and I was giving content and it was free content. So a lot of people out there are not even in business and they're giving you content or, or they have experience and that's, that's great. And I see our podcast myself, and I don't know if you see it this way. I don't see it so much. A lot of people say, well, do you get a lot of business from it? I've gotten a little bit of business from the podcast, but I do it more as a service to the community of sales and marketing because I feel, well, it's given me a lot. I want to give some, some of it back. I know people say, oh, you're so corny, you know, but yeah. I, I like, I like offering services. I like being able to help people. And I love when we get comments or, or when I get comments, oh, that helped me out. I think yeah. that to me is the community, the business that comes from it. If you just do a podcast in hopes of getting business, you're probably, it's probably not the most efficient way no. to, to, to acquire business. No. And we've talked about that in, in other episodes, you know, like if it's purely like a lead generation business building thing, I mean, build your sales team, uh run like ads you know like there's a lot more direct response style things that you can do i think podcast kind of goes in more on a hybrid level but that said i think there are a few things that we could do to generate more business and and i think maybe that's a good segue into maybe closing up the show which is let, let's leave off with some very tactical how to start yes. a podcast yes um i think one and we alluded to we we addressed this is like video versus audio i think if you're comfortable in front of a camera i would start with video and so we use a tool called restream uh, which allows us to broadcast live on multiple platforms at the same time um, it's your video you don't want to do like this <laughs> okay that was you step gotta, one you gotta press step one is practice framing your video <laughs> And that's where your experience comes in. If you do a lot of training, um, if you do a lot of training already, a lot of webinars, a lot of all that stuff online, like you're, you're going to have a built-in experience. But what I like about starting with video, if you can do it, or if you're able to get over yourself and, and, and practice, you know, live in front of people, um, is video is super adaptable, right? And I'm going to go to that in a bit. Um, but... Then there's the podcast version, right? Which and we use a tool called Anchor, which is owned by Spotify. What I like about Anchor is that it's, it's not so, a sponsored comment. This is not, although we could if we wanted to. Mm -hmm. uh, so Anchor does offer like sponsorship because they are part of the Spotify family. You could get sponsored. I mean, obviously it's 
it's your traditional cost per thousand pricing. And so is it really worth it? <laughs> Up to you to decide. Um, but what I like about Anchor is that it's easy. You could, we could even directly record in Anchor. Like you could plug in a mic on your phone or your computer, press record, record your episode and press publish and that's it your your episode is done you could add in some sound effects and boom like it's one of the easiest platforms it's not the most complete like it doesn't give you all the freedom that a lot of other platforms give you but it's the easiest one to do and you can publish on all the platforms like apple and google and obviously spotify and all that instantly right and so um that's the that's the podcasting platform that we use um and then you know, I was talking about like video and how adaptable it is. Uh, what I like is that then you could then take snippets of your video and uh, rebroadcast them on LinkedIn or on Twitter, or, you know, you could even have like snippets in your, on your YouTube page of like, you know, like whatever, like a very small segment of your we video. We haven't done yet, by the way. We still haven't. We do the snippets. I do the snippets on Twitter that I do quite a bit. Um, and for that, and I'll explain why, and I'll be completely honest, I use a platform called Lately, which is a AI-powered social media platform, which basically I upload the video and then their AI is able to detect like speech patterns and, and, and sentences. And so it gives me all the segments and all that done. Obviously, then I go and edit and tweak. We don't want the, the computers to take over right away. Like there's still a human component to it. Um, but before I found out about this platform, like I would do it manually, right? I would listen to every episode. I would take notes. It would take forever. I mean, this is, I mean, it's still time intensive, but it's still, it's dra dramatically improved. Uh, the reason why I only publish these snippets on Twitter and not LinkedIn is because uh, LinkedIn doesn't allow it basically like to, to post a video on LinkedIn, you still have to manually go in and, and do it yourself. Okay. Uh, I'm pretty sure that that will not be the case within the next, let's call it six months um but that's why it's just more time intensive um so so that's why i do it on twitter we could we could potentially do like a small mini playlist on our youtube channel of like just these uh, what, just just to, so so people who are listening to this who are interested in doing their own podcast what what are the investments involved like around you know yeah so restream or at first we were using the free version uh, but to be able to add like the intro that I've been struggling to get perfectly, uh, you need the paid platform. I think it's three to four hundred dollars a year, so relatively affordable, especially if you're a business. Um, Anchor is free, so there you go, uh, completely free. Um, and lately, lately is probably the most expensive. It's roughly, I'm gonna say, two hundred dollars US a month. So that one's probably the most expensive one. Uh, but definitely worth it if you look at an ROI time spent, right? Like it would take me like two, three hours to just go off for one episode. Now, within an hour, I could have like a good four or five snippets done, you know? Like, I mean, if if I spent five hours working on these snippets, I would have a whole episode. I would have probably have like 200 snippets is, of content. Is Lately AI or is it AI? A bunch of people in the back room actually listening to your podcast. I don't know. I don't know the back end, but it's pretty instant. So I'm going to say it's it's, it's, it's AI. AI. And it learns. Oh, yeah, it can, I, can I slip in an anecdote? I, I remember someone telling me a while back, oh, we've created this AI platform and it was all... They, they hadn't quite devised the algorithm for the program yet. And it was all real people, real monkeys in the background doing all the AI work. It was just uh, yeah. A lot of companies do that. I think you can always, obviously it depends on the complexity of the thing, you know, like a, uh, a video snippet is probably less complex than 
if you're analyzing like a sports game or something like that, uh, where there's like probably thousands of inputs per second. Um, but yeah. Uh, and so the reason why I like video is that a lot of platforms will accept video, but not a lot of platforms will accept native audio. Like you can't, I can't upload to LinkedIn like an audio snippet, right? It has True, to be right? yeah. It's, it's a good point, actually. That's that's another very good point for doing a vlogcast rather than the podcast because you yeah. get a lot more. And and what I like about Restream is that an anchor is that because that's what we do. We record the video, then we 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 publish kind of a podcast version, so just the audio. Is that I could download the video from from Restream or just download the audio because they'll strip out the audio. Oh, and I uploaded directly to Anchor. So I mean, the process of adapting our video to audio is like insanely. It's as it's basically limited by the speed of my internet connection. Like that's that's what it is. And Anchor also is able to take a video and strip out the the video component and just keep the audio. And so and then I take the description that we have in in YouTube and I put it into into Anchor and I tweak it a bit if if you know we veered off topic quite a bit. Um, Which never happens. No. Never know. Maybe, I mean, maybe I other people. Maybe other is, the other thing I'd like to say is if you're, if it's a good conversation, it's a good discussion. Don't be afraid to be real. You know, don't be afraid to to explore and go off on tangents. You know, if you're yeah. too strict with yourself, I think a lot of our best stuff was actually bubbles or tangents, right? Yeah. I think a lot of our, our really good conversations because you get excited, but usually when you want to go on a tangent, because you're you're excited about something, there's something that you want to talk about. So. As far as content's concerned, you know, because let's be honest here. I mean, Fab does all the technical spot, all the technical stuff. Other than me writing the music and, and, and that technicality, you know, Fab's done everything else. He's the one who found the platforms, mm -hmm. uh, the anchors, the restreams, uh, the lately, you know, that, that was all Fab's doing. But this being said, your content, of course, is important. And allow yourself some liberty at first. Be free with the content. Because the technical stuff, it's just learning it, right? It's just saying, yeah. okay, I got to do this. Most people will be able to do that unless you're, you know, you're really technically challenged. But I think most people can do that. Where the, the real challenge becomes is how much you allow yourself uh, freedom in doing content and going off uh, the beat track. Whatnot. And, and, you know. You're, you're not it's not like producing a broadcast show where you're gonna have a million people watching it first the, the the and the people that watch you are people that are interested and like your style so be honest be yourself yeah you know and don't be afraid to say what you think nobody's seth rogan Let, let's let's not kid ourselves nobody's like this gary vaynerchuk and nobody's gonna have like these millions of listens per episode uh and you probably don't want that to be quite honest with you you know if you're selling uh, voice over IP software. You don't care about being a superstar that's being interviewed on the like. Yes, it'll help your business exponentially, right? If you're on if you're on uh, on the news, like in C on CNN as the, their tech expert, and like obviously it'll help you. But you don't need that. The reality is you want shows that'll deliver value to your audience, right? Like business owners, IT people, accountants, like whoever you you do business yeah. with. And so if you have a good, you know few thousand people listening over the span of that's great if if it's if it's your audience that's great you know and i think um and what i like is the adaptability and, and going what you say like going off on tangents within the podcast itself makes you more human makes it more yeah. approachable right paul's more approachable if if we have like these off tangent conversation, these hey, how come I'm the only one who's going off tangent here? <laughs> Fine, Fab is also more. But whereas if you're just being like the marketing guru and this is how you should do it, it it can be intimidating for some. Sure, it builds maybe some credibility as well. So I think 
but I think I like the off-tangent stuff. I think that yeah. the people say You said something to me that we haven't mentioned yet. You said something to me a while back. I said, oh, Fab, you know, I've, I was thinking of building some content on another on another subject entirely different. And you said, Paul, what you should do start with is just use Zoom or Teams, or whatever. Just record yourself. Yeah. Just practice that way, you know, just record yourself and, and see what works and, and see what feels good, right? And, yeah. and I really like that. I remember thinking, that's good, you know? That's, that's yeah. really good advice. And I think that's, you know, and, and that's true. And I think a big part of, of a, a vlog or, or a podcast, and I would say, is that, you know, like record yourself. Like you do a lot of stuff every day, right? If you have clients, let's say, let's say you decide to work with a smaller client. Let's say it's a nonprofit and you feel like you need to help them out. Obviously, they can't afford your regular pricing. But you'd be, okay, but I'm going to record a lot of our training so that I could reuse it afterwards for my vlog or my podcast or whatnot. And and so I think you could record a lot of your day to day uh, to start with. I think there's a lot just of good. Avoid the bathroom breaks. <laughs> yes, just avoid the bathroom breaks. Um, so I, I'll, I'll maybe end on the last thing, which is like the big one, which is what you mentioned, kind of casually. Say one thing before you end, the one mini yeah. tangent. And this is maybe due to my age. You know, I'm 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 in my mid fifties. Well, not quite mid. And and once in a while in our podcast, I get really excited about something and I've sworn or I've used bad language and I say, oh man, you know, sorry, Fab. And you said, Paul, as long as it's sincere and it's honest and it fits, don't be too concerned. But look, if you're dropping F-bombs all the time, you're gonna attract a different kind of person. But you know, you said just be sincere and honest in your passion and your emotion and that's what needs to come through. Sorry, close the parenthesis, yeah. go on. No, I mean, and that's a great point. Again, because people seek that human connection. You know, yeah. and blog posts are great and they drive SEO and they drive traffic and they drive leads and, and ads and all that are great. And your well, sales is, is a bit different because it's the, the core of it is a, is a human interaction. But, um, you know, like people seek that that humanness as well. And if, if you're a person that swears, I mean, yes, you're going to probably turn off a big bunch of, of potential customers, but you're going to attract a whole bunch of others. Right. Um, but what I kind of want to end off with is like that big elephant in the room, which you kind of uh, mentioned quickly, which like, well, do you drive business and drive leads? And so there are some things that you could do to kind of make it more business friendly, right? And if you're in BB like us, one thing that we could potentially do if we wanted to is interview potential clients, not, not to pitch them, not to trick them into pitching them live on the air, but to sometimes it's easier to get in touch. I like the idea of tricking someone to pitch them live on the air though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, you know what I mean? And, and you can interview them and, uh, and go deep and, and you're building your value. You're building your rapport without ever uh, pitching them. And it's easier sometimes to get into your foot in the door by asking somebody if they want to be interviewed versus, um, versus like trying to cold call them. And, 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 and I mentioned that, and I don't think we, we published that is like, what I like about your approach to cold calling and your voicemail leaving <laughs> approach, which is like technique, which is more like, um, how should I say, like very vague in terms of like, hey, just call me back, you know, hey, it's five, call me back type of thing, is that it works. <laughs> it, it works, but it's also adaptable. If that person after like four or five, 10 times has never called you back, you could then very easily send them an email or a message on LinkedIn saying, hey, I've been trying to reach out to you. I'm trying to interview you for our our podcast or our show, would you be interested? And it makes sense for them, right? Whereas if you're like, I'd like to talk to you about HubSpot, and all of a sudden you're trying to turn around, you're like, oh, right, now it's kind of awkward, yeah. right? Uh, but but for my friend's show, I've done that. I've interviewed people that that use HubSpot, and 
um, I, I'm, I'm getting referrals from them and stuff like that because like we, there is a rapport that's built already uh, on that. I think another option could always be um, maybe if you're more of a tactical, like let's say maybe somebody in construction or, or something like that, uh, you could, and that maybe goes a lot of, counter to a lot of what I just said before, what we said is like, you have your podcast, but then if you want to really good dive deep into how to, you know, like put the foundations down for your house, you know, I have like a training for that, you know? And so you yeah. kind of like tease people up with it. And then, but when you go into the deep tactical and you want to, you want to talk to the people that are only interested, uh, you could have that. And I think those are kind of two. And, and then if you're able to garner a massive audience, and like I said, Anchor does that, it allows you to uh, run ads. So that's another way to get money. I mean, you know, this is on a CPM basis. So you need thousands and thousands of listens to be able to generate something interesting. But, um, but that's another option. Advertising. Yep. That's good. It's good stuff. Cool. If so I, next week we have a guest. Um, yeah, uh, next week or the week after? On the... Uh, on the podcast, which I'm excited because we talk, we often, I just want to say a little something about this. We often talk to sales people. We often talk sales and marketing. And I've heard a lot of my clients, I won't say who, uh, not a lot of my clients, but a few of my clients, they sort of, they have, they're really at odds with their sales engineers. You know, they have a hard time with the sort of the whole mechanical side of stuff. And this is someone I've known a very long time. He's a good friend of mine. I'm a sales guy. He's a sales engineer. We've had a lot of discussions. I thought, let's have these discussions on the podcast because he makes some really good points. And I just want to ask him where, where those points are coming from, right? Because he feels like a go-between. He works for a large enterprise. And sometimes he feels like the go-between um, between a, a schmaltzy, uh, what he, he perceives, it's his perception, as a schmaltzy salesperson and a, and a client who's maybe not getting the real picture. Anyways, that should be interesting next week. So if you listen live, that's actually in two weeks. You, you, oh, sorry. Uh, and if you're listening to this on the podcast, it's going to be in two episodes, yes, correct. Uh, but I'm really looking forward to it as well. Cause I, I, I actually have a lot of friends that are engineers in training and then have kind of veered towards the sales engineering, uh, aspect, I guess, of the, of the job. So I'm, I'm looking forward to, uh, to having that conversation too. Good. Well, awesome. thank you. I think it was a great episode, Fab. It was fun. I like it. Yeah, it was, it was a good idea. It just remember guys, just try it out. You know, make the mistake, fall over. It's like learning to ride a bike. Um, and it's you know, I are by all means not perfect, but we're we, we're real. Which yeah, you is what you get if we're offline. Fab might be a little bit more energetic when we're online. <laughs> when uh, if you have any questions, just text us at the num number at the bottom, and I'd be happy, or we'd be happy to answer any questions that you have. Thanks, everyone. Take care.